ball in. Looks across by Ball inside. It's in. The D have scored. An amazing winner that will be. Nzati sprinting from the midfield. Georgian Nzati. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. From the anguish of last week to the absolute delight of the weekend, me and Paul Gray here to speak about everything Dundee FC, including our win against the air. So it's happy, smiling faces all around. Paul, you've specially got a smiling face on you. How are you doing? <laughs> I certainly do. It's amazing what, a, amazing what a Dundee victory can do for you. Absolutely brilliant. Perks you up massively. Top of the world. Yeah, <laughs> though... They really felt like that before the game. No, <laughs> certainly did not. <laughs> there was, was actually lo- looking for excuses not to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting at the same fruit saying a sandwich, thinking, could this day yeah. get any worse? Yeah, I, that's actual fact. Mm-hmm. That was fact. I was sitting there like, oh no. Usually I meet the old boy about one o'clock, but then I was like, nah, dad, make it half one. <laughs> I've got things to do. I had nothing to do. <laughs> Just delaying it. That's how bad it is when you're actually like shortening the time that you've got in the pub. Still drank the same amount though. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it was. But uh, yeah, no, happy. Three points. That'll do very nicely. That's it. And before we go on about the three points, um, we will once again bore you to death with the manager's event that's coming up on the 3rd of November at Dirk Slattery's or is it Slattery's Slattery's Paul? I'd, I'd say Slattery's Slattery's go with that because I'm pretty sure somebody said Slattery's and I'm like have I been saying this wrong the whole time? No that I've, I've got any like history saying anything wrong at all like DCA no, 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 and, no. and DSA no, no. and all that nah. tomato tomato that's all it is <laughs> in between liquid or the liquid and fatties and there you are there's the venue right there yeah can't so we got, yeah, so we've got that. That's coming up. Um, we've actually done a bit of re- well, your name's a little bit of research. I've, I've I've brought I've done a little bit of script. So I've actually got a bit of what would you call it professionalism about it. It's actually, actually really good. Actually, know what we're going to do. It's actually really good. It's if we can pull it off on the stage and not get yeah, muddled up, panic and nah. run off, run away him. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, but like again, get your tickets at skiddle.co.uk, S-K-I-D-D-L-E. Um, dot com. Dot, dot, is it dot com? Yeah. Oh, dot com. Dot, yeah, there <laughs> we go, dot com. And the uh, DSA, if you're a member of them, uh, you can email somebody. I should have really wrote didn't it, the person's email address. Um, but yeah, you can speak to your head boy again or get in touch uh, with any representative from them see about tickets and yeah get them get the vip ones like you see i think that's the best seller loads of people coming in to meet the the managers beforehand and get their pictures taken i think yeah it'll be a great night and uh here's the 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 email address um matt m-a-t-t-e-d oh sorry m-a-t-t-e edwards 365 at gmail.com if you have a DC DSA member, oh, nearly again. Nearly. Um, that's who you get in touch with, and we we'll hope to see you there. And yeah, be a good night. But enough of that. Let's speak enough about the that. air game, Paul. Yeah. Brilliant. Beforehand, the lineups came out. It was basically the same as the week before, apart from Ashcroft fell because in uh, illness, so mm. Sweeney took his place. A lot of groans, a lot of negativity, and it wasn't really. It's not something I'm going to moan about the negativity, just purely because of what we had to endure the week before. There was even going into the ground. There wasn't a lot of uh, the, the atmosphere. Then I think there wasn't anything no. to perk you up. Nope. There was no buzz. No mm-hmm. nothing. Um, I think a lot of people were kind of worried. Or the, and they weren't confident that we were going to get anything from the game, especially after seeing the lineup, and then you know, especially if the folk that were at the game, you know, the Arbroath game as well, and then seeing that virtually the same lineup and with the addition of Sweeney, you were kind of thinking, uh oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have won a five 0 the week before, mm-hmm. 
So yep. you had them smashing. I can't remember who they, they actually beat. Would it might have been Hamilton. I think it, no, that was Morton that beat them. Was it Morton? There was a two. I think there was two five nils. It might have been. Oh, just I kind of, I kind of remember, but they scudded somebody anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely scudded them. Nakanyemi <laughs> with a hat trick, and uh, I remember like I, I was even struggling with my first beer, and I was like saying to my old boy, my pal, I was like, if I see Grayson and McGee in the middle of the park again, I'm just not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making up, I was trying to make up so many excuses not to go to the game, but obviously looking back, I'm glad that I did, yeah. even though I missed, uh, even though I missed a couple of the goals. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the, the first goal because you were in the pitcher. Yeah, and then I missed their goal as well because I was also in the pitcher because I've got a small <laughs> bladder. <laughs> and that's why... It's why you were you were in the toilet because you, you like you say you, you filled in all your drinking time on less time. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. it. That is exactly it. But yeah, no, it wasn't. A, it's been well reported, obviously, that everybody was saying. But your bladder, absolutely the same. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that as well. That boy's oh, getting God. up and doing. Was it the boys next to The boys getting up and doing other time pushing. <laughs> yeah, a couple of folk were telling us to keep going back, just in case Dundee got another one. <laughs> but yeah, no, obviously the the team lineup coming out. Like you says, the walk to the ground, there it was there was nothing, there was nothing. But um, mm-hmm. very good performance, very yeah. good all round team performance, I think, um, and kept them kept them quiet. I think yeah. kept the boy Akin Yemi relatively quiet as well. So the you know the boys did their job, um, but yeah, again three points against mm-hmm. the team that were I think they were top before the game started. So I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, like I said last week. Keep Akin Yemi quiet. You mm-hmm. you keep your United quiet, and that's what we did. I, I mean, we're going to be their goal soon uh, because when we didn't keep him quiet, they scored. Yeah, but the majority of the game kept them quiet, and I really thought they never really troubled us. No. Um. After the goal, it, it, there was a wee bit of a uh, pressure and probably a little bit of squeaky bum time for Dundee fans, but when you look mm-hmm. back on the highlights in the games, it really didn't seem like they would go on to, to equalise, really. But, um, I mean... I don't think Legsden's had a save to make. I don't really no. remember him actually making a save from a shot. I remember him, you know, maybe coming out, punching a ball, claiming mm-hmm. a ball. That, that was it. I mean, they kept that boy, Jack Grealish, quiet on the left wing. Jack Not Jack Grealish. What was his name? Logan Chalmers. Logan Chalmers, yeah. Fine. Uh, he was. Um, I was good to see him get subbed off. I oh, was great. Cheerio, uh, cheerio, cheerio. It was great. He was he, kept quiet. He was just he stinging. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't too impressed with him at that game. He was getting quite nippy as well. We Dundee players, um, mm-hmm. probably mostly because as well. But he was getting a lot of flack from the the Dundee fans. Oh, he was getting stuck, but. Yeah. Rightly so. I went to his head. Uh, it worked, mm. worked a treat, to be honest. But Went to his haircut. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I thought that first half. So, all the worries about the lineup kind of faded. Because I mm-hmm. thought we were excellent in the first half. Mm-hmm. And even throughout all the game, I would probably say special mention to Grayson and McGee. Because yeah, they were actually good. What I think everybody... I mean, no, we think everybody thought it was going to be another shocker in that middle of that park, and it wasn't. McGee was getting stuck in wee tackles, so was Grayson. Grayson was pinging them across the field, Charlie <laughs> Adams style, and I mean, a couple of them went way <laughs> over the player's head, but a lot of them went right to the, the feet, uh, like, like yeah, McMullen and McCowans. And, like, and it just seemed to be a, a different type of unit. Mm-hmm. Sweeney, up until the, the their goal, I thought was also solid, and he won pretty much nearly every yeah, header. That's yep. it. I mean, and I just felt like the whole team was just clicking. But up top was probably a different story. Sheridan and Rudden. To from they're getting a lot, a lot of flack. I don't think none of them never tried. They were trying. None mm-hmm. was sticking though. Sheridan was coming off a bad performance against Arbroath. He did. He did give another bad performance there, and yeah, I mean, he had a few nice wee touches with the head. Nothing really came off. Same with running as well. I just think they were on totally two different pages. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. you can play them two together, mate. I don't think you can. 
I don't think they've played it together enough. No. I think if they if they played probably together a lot, you know, you know, it would probably click. Mm-hmm. But I just think. I don't know, like say the ball was going into Sheridan, he would make a touch to his right where Rodden was going to the left. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's what it was like. Um, I mean, yeah, because like you say, there was a few nice wee touches we mm-hmm. Sheridan with the header and it was into a space, but there was nobody there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I just... Um, I mean, at this stage of the season, we need strikers that are on the same wavelength and this certainly weren't they. I wasn't working with them up top. No. But... We had, still had chances in the first half. Still had, still had a good few chances, which kind of surprised me just from the last couple of games that we've seen against Cove and Arbroath. Mm. To me, it was night and day. Um, not like night and day turned from like Fleetwood Town to, to Barcelona, but you know what I mean? It was <laughs> it was a difference. <laughs> and it did look like at one point we were going to go in a stalemate at half time and up step Paul McMillan. An did he? Absolute... What? what did he do? <laughs> like you called it. it was oh, I mean all came through, I think, and they're throwing. And the game is game the the praise that he deserves for it. Shared and closed within the boy when the ball got played back to him, made him make the mistake of passing mm-hmm. it to McMullen. McMullen, um <laughs> there was only one thing he had to do, really, was shoot. Because there was nothing else on. No, and it was an absolute it just floated. It just floated right into that top corner. I mean, I thought Charlie Adams' goal was one of the best goals that I've seen in years against Hibs last season. I thought Robinson's was probably what overtook that one. Mm-hmm. And I think this one's now overtook that one. Yeah, It was just that. a fantastic goal. Amazing. Obviously, i never seen it because I've got a small bladder and went to the bog. <laughs> but um, obviously, hearing the cheer then coming out <laughs> of those uh, wonderful uh, lavatories at the the uh, <laughs> the dairy, uh, seeing everybody cheering, brilliant. Got to the old boy, and he's like, "Oh, you've missed goal of the season." I was like, "Ah, shoppy, come on, you're on the wind up." <laughs> but then, what was it? The ex uh, D director, Stuart Murphy, he was there, and he was like, "Ah, Paul, you've missed goal of the century." And I was just like, oh, "For fuck's sake!" <laughs> Obviously, I've watched it again numerous times on the replay, and what a strike, yeah. boy! And like I said, the word he's just he's nonchalantly just hit it. Mm. it there's no back lift like at all. <laughs> his interview after the game is brilliant as well he was basically going I didn't even think I could kick the ball that far <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was brilliant he was like a wee schoolboy getting in trouble it was, oh, it was brilliant what an interview it's class but what a strike and I'm going to say it floated in it flew in there was a wee bit I think there was a wee bit could nearly burst the net uh, caught the, keep, the keeper right off guard totally because if that was one of us, we'd be thinking, what the hell is that keeper doing? But when it, the the shoe's on the other foot, it's, um, yeah, you're just like, fantastic. What a goal. Yeah. What a goal. I, I think it might, I'd say it's better than, better than Robinson's. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think it was further out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, I just, but to be fair, I think he's been kind of threatening someone like that. You know, um, but he does that a lot with his crosses. Like he doesn't. There's no backlift. It's just mm-hmm. a wee dink. It's just a wee dink, and it's whoosh, yeah, like that one. It just went. Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> I know. It was first goal of the season as well, and it was a fantastic first goal of the mm-hmm. season. From um, I think the last one was against Hibs. <laughs> he's diving header. Mm-hmm. What a header that was as well. Fortunately, <laughs> it was in the wrong net. But <laughs> <laughs> and then he had the chance. Uh, he had a chance after that when he hit the side net, and he was he was right up for it. Yeah, honestly, I, but right up for it, and rightly so. I think he was man of the match, rightly mm-hmm. so. He was an absolute menace, an absolute menace, a thorn in air side. <laughs> <laughs> he really was. He was great, really good. And folks said he couldn't couldn't finish his dinner. Oh well, I know. Anyway, have that, have <laughs> that. Put that in your plate. Yep. <laughs> nah, really good performance for him. Chuff for him. Really chuff for him. But we also like. We've went in 1-0 at half-time. We've came out for the second half, but we've seen a couple of changes. Mm-hmm. Also, Sheridan running. It wasn't happening for them, so it wasn't any, any great surprise to see um, them substituted Ronke Mulligan and Zach Robinson. And what an impact they had. If this was the if this was his plan, which all along was to get these two on at one point and for that, then fair play to Boyer. Like, we've mm-hmm. got to criticise them. I feel a few bit 
the past couple of weeks in the pods. But I think, obviously, apart from maybe the attacking line, he got everything spot on. Substitutions were spot on as well. Yep. Mulligan, doing the middle, look what happened. Bullied the boy for the ball, ran with it, gave it a McGowan. He crosses it in. Obviously, shot saved by McGee. Mm-hmm. Good Robinson, save. Yeah, it was a really good save because that, he, from that I think position, he, was, he should be I think he should have scored. Well. I, I thought it was a really good save, but Robinson, right yeah. place, right time. Yeah, cracking goal. And all throughout the game, this is like Robinson was hudding the ball up, turning it, fighting for it. He was, he was well up for this game. He's obviously wanting his space back, eh? Um, mm. Throwing his muscle about Mulligan as well. Like you say, put him in that middle and he runs with the bar. <laughs> he goes with it, sorry. <laughs> what was he throwing about? His muscle. <laughs> All right, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> see it uh, like a half time, and I can't remember. One of, one of the boys put a message in going, Robinson Mulligan coming on. And was kind of like, well, who's he taking off? And I mm-hmm. kind of thought he was going to take off McGee um, and Sheridan, maybe. But then when you seen it was both the strikers coming on, I was kind of like, yeah, that's pretty brave. Like, yeah. um, so being both strikers and bringing on, you know, a striker and an attacking midfielder. But then I had to read um, a big Dode Kranz uh, article. It turns out, you know, one of them was, I think it was Sheridan had a tight hamstring and mm-hmm. uh, Rudden was in the field well because a bit of sickness in the in the, the team. But for me, it, it, it definitely at the time, it seemed like this is a brave move, bold statement, you mm-hmm. know, bold strategy. Um, and it paid off big style. Like you said, Robinson, he just... He bullied that Masonda, like absolutely bullied him. Masonda was having a decent game as well, mm-hmm. uh, centre half. Uh, but he just bullied him. He's he's absolutely solid, solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mulligan just doing what Mulligan does best. You know, he just runs at boys. But he was sitting in that like kind of the pocket. You know that that space between defence and midfield. That was where Mulligan was basically sat the entire game. Um, and I think that's his. That is definitely his position. That is. Well highlighted now. Yeah. He done well at the goal. Like when he won that tackle, the boy took a swipe at him. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I, I was like, that's a foul. But he just kept like, if you went down, it was a foul. But you could have went down, but you just kept going, and you were like, you were off your seat. Mm-hmm. You know, you did it a couple of times when he went on a run, and you're you're out your seat. Like when boys do that, you didn't see it often now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was yeah, thoroughly deserved. I think it was four minutes after the break. You know, he's made the subbies, and we're two 0 up. Go son. And Mulligan could have got a goal as well, right after uh, Ayr scored. Mm. A good ball in, I think it was Mc, uh, McMullen. And yeah. he, if, if Mulligan arrived there about two seconds sooner... Split second, It, it was a goal, but it was, it was goal. just one of those... Yeah, just one of those that he... Just because he arrived at that time, he was going to find it hard to get it in. But, I mean, that's what we're looking at. That's the type of substitution and impact we needed. And mm-hmm. Ayr weren't expecting it. It was totally changed what we were doing up front adding an extra man in midfield, but an attacking midfielder. Yeah, caught, caught them well off guard with that one. Definitely. Yep, Unfo- definitely. Unfortunately, <clears throat> we did. Dundee did what Dundee do, and we gave away a goal. We actually gave away a goal because we were solid right up to then. Mm-hmm. High ball floated over French. Sweeney goes to it. Akin Yemi gets there before him. When, but, but when you're looking at it, it's like, how's he not got there? Yeah, Sweeney lets him turn as well. Face yeah. him. No, that's that it. It's another he said thing we've that. Yeah, didn't yeah. let the boy turn. Mm-hmm. Let him turn, let him can run to the byline. And then the ball gets played in. French just came in at this point, but he's left that man. To me, he's left that man there. The ball gets played into him. He kicks it on. Marshall's at the back post, but Marshall's trying to look at two boys. He mm-hmm. doesn't care what to do. And they fought his. And it's a goal. It was, uh, I felt like a bit of sucker punch. And even though we've, became prone to conceding a goal after scoring a goal. Hmm. I never expected it this game because we were so on top. And yeah, Sweeney yeah, was having a fantastic game. Bang on. It's, it's some bad saying it, but my dad, he's only made a few games this season purely because of work. And I did say to him before this, if Sweeney makes a mistake, it, it normally ends up in a goal hmm. against Dundee. <laughs> I did. Uh, I feel bad saying that because he, he, to me, he, had a, he was having a fantastic game up to then. But it came true, if you know what I mean. 
Yeah, just a lapse. Yeah. Lapse of concentration, you know, resulted in the goal. But mm-hmm. I think about five minutes after, about five minutes after that as well, you, you seen, you, you kind of seen it in his play. There was a few times, few 50-50s that he went from never got to and a little bit, I wouldn't say bullied off the ball, but a little bit soft when if he went in hard, he gets the ball and you'll think, oh, come on, eh? But the game is due, he picked it up. He picked it up and finished the game solid. Mm-hmm. There's that moment, that lapse of concentration cost the goal, but you never let it get to him because it's happened to him a few times and he's been sent off now. <laughs> so, and one of them was against there. But I'll give him his due. He, he, he got back in and started playing solid again. Um, shrugged, also shrugged after after a couple of minutes. And despite them scoring the goal and putting a bit of pressure on, I didn't feel like they were going to be able to get an equaliser. I think you felt the same as well. Yeah, bang on. I, I, I actually think the 2-1 scoreline flattered them. Yeah. I because so. Dundee, I mean, McMullen was creating chances like mad. Um, their keeper, uh, what's his name? Alban, Albinson. Is that the keeper? Can't mind. Anyway, I'll go with that. Um, something like that. Uh, Albinson, I'm sure it is. He had um, he had two or three yeah. really good saves. Um, the chance that you, you were referring to earlier, Mulligan, but then Mulligan had a chance after that where McMullen got down the line and just hit it back to him. All mm-hmm. he had to do was just slot it home. Ah, but yeah, yeah. He hit it, and it didn't he go out for a goal kick or a throw-in or anything, and then the referee gave them a foul for God knows what. But anyway, um, but no, nah, we, we could have been, again, another well out of sight. But mm-hmm. even with them scoring, I didn't think they were going to... I didn't think we were going to lose the points. Like No, I just... Yeah, like you say, the keeper made there was a few times with the ball because we got a habit of playing the ball in, in behind their fullbacks. We were like doing well there. Mm-hmm. Their keeper was having to run out, and yeah, I think he had an excellent game. Their keeper purely because like he stopped a few more goals going in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Cammy Kerr was up there and Cammy had a chance Kerr, yeah. when there was a ball dinked over. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. Cammy Kerr yeah. was waltzing about with his socks right down to his ankles at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he think he is? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Hey, this is testimonial year now, that, eh? He's now he's thinking, he's the man. Swaggering a bit like Cafu. Uh, <laughs> flinging his shin gabs in the crowd at the end, probably, no doubt. <laughs> what a guy. What a game he had. What yeah, a game. Excellent. Excellent brilliant. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tackling boys in the middle of the park in 90 minutes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, putting in like pure double tackles. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was really good. Like yeah. I said, there wasn't a... Everybody played well. They played mm-hmm. to their strengths. Obviously, it worked out well for Dundee, obviously, getting a victory, but mm-hmm. there, yeah, okay, there was the wee lapse with Sweeney, but I, I, who cares? Stuff it. Yeah. I think collectively as a team, Dundee were brilliant. Yeah, and even like the Lyle Cameron coming on for the last eight minutes, <laughs> he could have yeah. had a goal. There was one where I think Malik, oh, I'll need to watch that bit again, actually, but there was a bit where it was just kind of tucked back, mm. and I maybe mean, Mulligan plays it in, and Cameron's sliding in, and their player just gets to it. Yeah, um, yep. Cameron added that wee bit extra as well, and it was a shame that we couldn't get a third to kind of make the scoring look better. Like you said, two one flatters them. Mm-hmm. A shame we couldn't get a third purely for the goal difference as well, because obviously Partick are starting to to put a couple of more extra uh, goals on theirs. But just to top off a good evening for for the for the team and also the Definitely. fans, I think mm-hmm. out of all the games. That was probably the best game I've seen Dundee play. Like for the full 90 minutes. Apart from the laps. If it wasn't for conceding that goal, it 100% would have been the best I've seen Dundee play. Yep. All the other games have been a bit like, we've got a goal, fair enough, but we played shite. Again, yep. We've probably like, <sighs> rode with luck. They've had chances. The keepers pulled us a few good chances, kind of a few good saves and everything like that. But I think this was probably the first game where it's like, well, their team's had one shot and they've scored like we've like we've outplayed them. I think mm-hmm. the only one after before that would well, the best display would have might have been against Abrof. But again, that game could have ended yeah. four all. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. This one was I, more yeah. yeah, more like team unit. A team coherent. A team, yeah. Ah, good word. Very good word. <laughs> uh yeah, proper team performance, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was kinda worried about the boy that they've got in the middle of the park at Dempsey. But yeah. um I can't even remember him touching the ball, but I think that's because Grayson and McGee were basically just playing about the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grayson, like you were saying, like Grayson was good. Um, he played an excellent ball for uh, John Marshall. 
mm-hmm. in the first half, and I, I, I thought Jordan Marshall was way to burst in it. I thought it was hitting the top corner. Like, Aye. Um, yeah, that, that, I mean, there was only one thing. He's, you've seen him score in their positions before, and there was only one thing for him to do there was like take a ping. Oh, he was really he, unlucky. He's the laces were right through that. Yeah, and honestly, I thought that was if, oh, just a wee bit lower. It was just a great shot, you know, just slowly rising. But well, actually, it rose a wee bit too quick. But I thought he was bursting the net. But like I was saying about McGee and Grayson, I just think they, I mean, they didn't do much fancy, but no. they did the work to nullify their. I think they're one of their danger men, that boy Dempsey, center, uh, center of the park. What it was was they got stuck in. That's it. McGee was putting tackles in, and like there was some past games you've seen loose balls, and we've tried to get to it, trying to like, and we've been beaten or kind of, you know what I mean? You're running, you're you're getting beat to the ball for the player, but I saw mm. McGee, McGee was sliding into to, to tackles. If he wasn't, if he wasn't getting there by foot, he was getting there on his ears by sliding. <laughs> yeah, if, if you know, that, that was what we were missing, and he's yeah. this was this. For me, this, this is the performance of McGee when we last played in the championship where he's excellent. Mm. And I know there's been criticism about him playing here in, the, in this role this season, and he's, he's no hurt them heights. But to me, he was excellent. He was like, he was doing what he'd done before. And if he did, if he keeps playing like that, then there'll be no qualms for me to see him back in that centre no. midfield. Mm-hmm. Even Grayson as well. Uh, he was impressed saying that he knows that he's not been playing at the standard he should be. So it's good to see that it's not just us being petty wee pricks here and thinking to myself, um, yeah. he's playing shite and all that. Like the players are seeing it themselves. Like we are, but it actually made me think to myself, I mean Paul are speaking sense if this is the case. <laughs> I think I think we are sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not as eloquently sometimes. No, but... <laughs> no, 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 not as eloquent, you know, definitely not. <laughs> but I mean, like it says obviously before the game in a pub, it was like nobody wanted to go, honestly. But yeah. see, after it, and, and had a couple of beers after, it was like a pure party atmosphere. Like, it, you could <laughs> tell, oh, th- nah, no joke, even in Faroos of all places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, everybody was just, you know, happy Pepped as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pepped right up. It was brilliant. Abdi's yeah. having a laugh and a joke, and everybody was ripping a hole out of me because I missed the McMullen's goal. But <laughs> <laughs> these things happen. <laughs> At half time, I tweeted, um, like Dundee won now up, and I looked to my right in the Bobby Cox stand, and there's some kind of running up the the floodlight. I was like, "What's happening here?" <laughs> well, I think it was just some boy running up to the. You know, we've got like the, the must be like the breaker breaker points or something in the middle. Yeah, I just thought just a random boy in jeans. That's why here we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Only getting beaten here one 0 I also put another tweet, and I, I deleted it last night like a pop because I never. I tweeted it as I was walking home and I basically said the formation was spot on. I just had boys piling in saying I wasn't spot on though, was it? Ken? And I thought I can't be asked for a Dundee Piley on the night. Deleted it. I thought I'd just say what I meant was defensively and in, in midfield it was spot on. Mm-hmm. It was subby spot on as we just spoke about. No speaking about forwards but obviously when you're walking out a game your fingers are curled. You just quickly type in. Boom. Sent it. And just get boys telling us oh, you're wrong, and I was, but I couldn't hack it, so I deleted the tweet. Yeah, <laughs> oh, pap. She just left it. Ah, no, I've done it before. Where I delete tweets, where these things happen. But yeah. um, <clears throat> no, nah, like we say, it's collectively, it's a, mm-hmm. a you know good team performance. It's a win. Um, I think we nullified, like it says, we nullified their effect. Uh, sorry, their um, their attacking danger effect. men, yeah, yeah, they're attacking effect. They're danger men, uh, limited that Akinyemi to scraps. I mean, what he did with the scraps was he set up a goal, fair enough. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he did well, but you know, like I says, you know, just pulling his shirts and you know, getting his head and stuff like that, you could kind of see that mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday, so yeah, get it right up him. <laughs> I want to hear a special mention for one player purely because Paul criticism all the time, but Jordan Marshall. <laughs> Fantastic. I didn't criticise him all the time. <laughs> you do, really? I didn't. I think the last few podcasts, I've said he's had a good game. Yeah, he <laughs> teeth this time. No, no, I definitely meant, nah. definitely meant it. And I do, I do, like, I thought he was, I thought he was really good. Yeah. Really good. It was, it was back to the old Jordan Marshall. Yep. I think, I mean, to be honest, Paul, you have been writing your criticism of him because he hasn't been playing the way he should be and defensively, he's not been out there and, Attacking wise, he's not been there either. No, but yeah, 
the last Abdulf mm-hmm. game, and then obviously this game. I thought it was fantastic, but we will not just single them out because, like I just said, everybody was great. Kami Kerr was fantastic as well, apart from the wee blip. Um, and a couple of minutes afterwards, Sweeney and French, like, mm-hmm. kind they were great, and the whole midfield, and Robinson and Mulligan when they came on to kind of change the attack. It just I seem to this. I wouldn't say click. That makes it sound no, like no, no, I would, no, I would, I would, I would. would like it says, yeah, it's definitely a total team effort, and everybody, everybody was obviously being told, right, this is the job you're doing, mm-hmm. and they did it. I mean, like you're saying, Marshall, Marshall, yeah, he was good. Nothing fancy though. Mm-hmm. Um, he just did his job. Um, like it says, limited them, limited them getting mm-hmm. crosses in the box. He had a couple of good defensive headers in the second half. Um, again, he just kind of did the work that probably nobody really pays attention to. But yeah. I, I, I did, I did think he had a really solid game, really good. Mm-hmm. I was maybe going to wait till next week until after the Morton game before maybe saying it clicked. But you're going for it now. Yeah, stuff it. Yeah, stuff it. I mean, like I, I don't want to go about Marshall too much, but he, need, he has, he has been. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, an easy target. I think for criticism from me, from others as well. Um, but I think that comes down to, you know, the the winger who's been playing in front of him, whoever that may have been. There's no, they're not covering back, supporting them, and I think teams have exploited that and seen that. Where our, our left wingers no tracking back to support a fullback. But um, but yeah, like it says, he, he I thought he did brilliant, brilliant yesterday, uh, brilliant on Saturday. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. So long, mate. Continue. Yeah. So that's that. So three points, and looking at the league, it is tight. It is really tight. Alfie ticked. So obviously, you've got the three teams above us here who were just be- who were just beaten, Inverness and Partick, and well, they've all got a game in hand. Partick and Inverness on twenty points. Here on seventeen. We're on seventeen, and you've also got Morton and Queens Park on seventeen. So from Top to six, it's just so tight in that league. I would, I, would, I wouldn't have once said it at a time, but it really was a must win, win, uh, must win, win, must win game for Dundee on Saturday. Because if we lost that and Air and Vanessa and Patrick all win their game in hand, we could have been six points behind. Yeah, yeah, no good. Um, even more so, we Air United winning. If they, well, just say they won on Saturday, I could have been going on nine points behind the Air. Um, but yeah, but it's still all looking good to be honest. Um, well, I say all looking good. It's looking better than what it was. We're still in there. We're still in there. Um, like, just got to keep. Just got to remain in that that yeah. pack. Just keep winning. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Um, S- hope teams drop. Oh, simple as that. Yes. Uh, hope obviously teams drop points. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's Afi Afi Ticht. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, Wraith they're on twelve, you know, and they've got a game in hand. They win that, they're on fifteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't really want to knock them, but I kind of see them. I didn't think they're the. I think they'll be challenging up there. No, but I'm just trying to just try to highlight how tight it is, Danny. <laughs> Sorry, tighter than my wallet. Oh what? <laughs> <laughs> but before the game on, so moving on, <laughs> swiftly on. Um, <laughs> Just because anybody that I'm Joe Rinster is kind of, he's he's drew me a few. (laughs) (laughs) A few shekels. A few shekels. (laughs) But before the game against Morton on Saturday at Dens or the Cumlack Stadium, we have a small matter of a League Cup quarterfinal tie against Rangers Ibrox. Yep. I was no holding up much hope for this over. 4 0 Dundee. I, w- I was kind of hoping that they'd actually they alright in the Champions League. So when it came to this game, like the mind would be elsewhere. This would be an absolutely nothing game for them. So they yeah. punt the young boys on. But now that they're like on track to be the worst team in the Champions ever in the Champions League, I think they're going to go and try and win a cup this season. Um, yeah, and give somebody yeah, a doing. Yeah. But, hmm. uh, that's it. I mean, obviously, I'd, I've only really seen. Rangers in Europe, and to be fair, they've been thrown about like an empty tracksuit. You know what I mean? In like every game, um, but I did watch them against Motherwell. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, one of the honestly one of the worst games of football I've ever seen. But yeah. um, obviously, the, the I mean the one the ground out the result two one. I mean that's what good teams do. Um, I was kind of thinking like you as well that they would probably stick the young lads on, but I've got a funny feeling it'll be close to close to probably full strength. Yeah, just purely because now that it'll, that it's out the Champions League, they'll not get the Conference League, so it's now back to domestic football and mm-hmm. to appease the fans. The fans will be wanting trophies this season. Yeah, yep. And to appease, I mean, if they, if he Geo Van Van, Van Bronckhorst uh, puts out a understrength team. The fans will not be happy, especially if Dundee can get a result. So it'll be as full strength as full strength could be for them. I think mm-hmm. you might maybe see McGregor dropped because of the howl. And he never had a really good game against Liverpool as well. Um, but I think they're going to put out a, a team that'll that'll win it. To be honest, I'm, I'm the starry-eyed twelve-year-old Dundee fan who thinks that they're going to win every game. I think that this one is just. Uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think yeah. I, I do. I'll, I'll be honest and say I think this is going to be a hide into nothing. Mm. I really hope no, but I just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why. I've just got a bad feeling about it. If Dundee just, if Dundee turn up, play it the best they can, maybe sneak a wee goal. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd. Well, I'd I'd like to see the team you know that came out at half time against there there mm-hmm. probably start this game. I do. Um, I'd like to see that Robinson up against that Leon King at centre half. I think he's everything that the press are making he's out to be. So young laddie. Um, I, I think Robinson could bully him, Lundstrom, mm-hmm. him trying to catch Mulligan. Yeah, okay, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. You know what I mean, I mean, I think a hundred percent of that Mulligan. Starts doing the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep. He'll just Definitely. run it, boys, and they'll chop him. And mm-hmm. you'll be looking to get set pieces, free kicks in that area. That's all. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And with, you know, with obviously Grayson and McMullen mm-hmm. and their, uh, you know, expert delivery, um, <laughs> we could cause them problems. Yeah. We could. Um, I'll know what with the two up front, though. Like you say, shore up nah. that midfield. Because we've got caught out there. If we play the four four two, we're caught out. Especially we, the players that they have at their disposal. But yeah, yeah we four five one. Mulligan just playing behind the striker in front of the midfield, but also he's got the he's a young laddie. He's got the the what's the word? The hunger, stamina, stamina the drive, stamina. Yes. He's got it all. He's got it all. <laughs> I mean, it'll not be much to him running back, tracking back, and getting forward again. So, you know what, now I'm speaking about it, I'm like, oh, maybe we're going to get a hide in. But you just want to see the team go there and give a good go, give a good account that's of it. themselves. Give a good account of themselves, that's mm-hmm. it. That's all you can, all you can hope for. Yeah, um, obviously, hope be, for a win, but... Yeah, maybe you'll be thinking we're going to win this game anyway, so mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to be any, any pressure on you, I think. Exactly. The pressure's going to be on them. Yep. Pressure's going to be on their gaffer mm-hmm. as well. And, yeah, and like you say, I, I did watch... Uh, a lot of their game that uh, today or yesterday, as this goes out on Monday, and mm-hmm. yeah, the Motherwell gave as good as they got as well. Yeah, they did. Um, Try to bully Rangers and Rangers, they don't like that. No, they, they don't. They don't like teams going at them. I mean, if you're and teams sit back, and that Rangers love that, they'll mm-hmm. they'll they'll exploit that and rip you to shreds. I mean, but. They don't like teams going forward, so if we give it a good go, you never know. Like you mm-hmm. says, we free kicks on the edge of the box. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, not confident, like, but nah. We play to our strengths. I think we could give it a good go. And it's uh, on TV as well, so will you be heading to the pub for some pintage in the game, oh. or will it be <laughs> tins of cold San Miguel in the house? Oh, the San Miguel. Yep, San Miguel. That's it. I think I'm, I don't know. Uh, probably end up going. <laughs> <laughs> Lastminute.com. <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. It's never a been Ibrox, night, isn't it? Yeah, never been to Ibrox and personally didn't fancy it. But I've been, been to Ibrox once, and it was when we played them in the Scottish Cup 2016, I think. Just after Gary Harkins gave the comment about it'd be good to play this team for the first time and obviously mm, yeah. all the uproar and <laughs> so I travelled to be my mates 
and they were Rangers fans. So I'm in a car with them, only Dundee fan, and obviously sitting in the way end, but their seats were basically right beside their way end, and they seen this happening um, and wind us up about it. But obviously, kick off, whistle goes, I turn around, I tack my jacket, I got a big jacket on, and the sun's bailing down on you. So I thought, I'll tack my jacket off. I was just taking my, my arm out the sleeve, boom, Kevin Holt makes a total hash of it. They go up and score, I just kept my jacket on. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to tack it off because this isn't going well, is it? No. Um, and they said that, it says, you didn't even, pair bastard, you didn't even get your jacket off, eh? That was you, scunnered. I was like, definitely. And they got me a two pence piece as well for the, mm. the, the fans at the top. <laughs> Shock. So, yeah. Uh, could have been worse, could have been pish. <laughs> it could have been, yeah. yeah I still took the two pence out of my pocket. Oh, definitely. Went in the copper <laughs> jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's funny like you know everybody always goes on about oh penalty to rangers you know like it's only just happened in the last like couple of years but i remember mm-hmm. it at dens it was 2003 i remember it they got three penalties <laughs> in one game Hi. Uh, yeah barry, barry ferguson missed two then the ball goes out for a corner it gets whipped back in penalty and yeah. then arteta steps up and makes it two all ah oh, livid that's we... when that's when penalty at rangers started yeah <laughs> did we know miss penalties that game as well Oh, I can't remember like, that. It was in remember... once there was two. That might be been that. Uh, so it was a two-all game. Caballero two scored. Caballero scored two. Ah, but there was another game where Sarah had two penalties. Yeah, Must be was... for them. I think we mm-hmm. got beaten that one. Yeah. I need to double check about that. But I remember that actually the the one where the Arteta stepped up and I think it was no long left and it wasn't even a penalty. No, it wasn't. No, that I'm still bothered about it to this day, but 100% oh, man, I, I, I remember it like it, the, the ball went out for a throw-in, but I think mm-hmm. it might have been a corner. Either way, the ball just got whipped back in. It was like as soon as the boy had, like, say he'd throw it through it or kicked it for the corner, it was mm. like the ref just went, penalty. Yeah. It's a penalty. Basically. <laughs> just <laughs> give them it. And then fucking Arteta, swing. Swing. Absolutely yeah. swing. Soon as comes in, the better. Definitely. No, for us, small-time jabronis in the, the championship, but... And see how many penalties they get then. Yeah, uh, exactly. but like says, as long as, as long as Dundee turn up, give a good account of themselves, they were there, we're in my chance. Yeah. But regardless of what happens, we are back in league business on Saturday at Dens against Morton, who are below us in the league, but level on points. What yeah, do you do with them now this season? Hmm. Morton are doing better than what I thought. Mm-hmm. Much better than what I thought. So I'm not going to be disillusioned about it. Uh, disillusioned. This is going to be a tough game. But if we can Definitely. play the way we did on Saturday, hopefully then I get absolutely pummeled during the week and we're going to this game on the back of a no bad performance or fingers crossed, you never know. Could always happen. I win. Then, yeah. Confidence could be high, but again, we, I would actually still label this a must-win game for Dundee. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Until Partick and Ayr and Cali get their game in hand out of the way, and then we we'll see what the true league looks like after that. You can't, I can't be losing any more points. So us nope. have to go in and get the win, and if we can put out the team that we finished with, or maybe not finished, um, but start the second half with then I think it should be a three points for Dundee. Mm-hmm. Unless, like it says, you might have said this or maybe I just dreamt up, but obviously we're playing the two up top and then changing it, you know, it kind of threw the opposition a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Unless he's just maybe, I don't know, teasing them a wee bit, going like, this is the team that are playing, make a wee change and then obviously run them ragged. But yeah, they've been a decent start to the season. I think they've won the last three games as well. Yeah. And like you said, they were one of the teams that won 5-0. Yeah, that uh, was Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. Beat, beat Hamilton 5-0, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Second time I've used this. They scudded them. Scudded them. <laughs> they did. <laughs> um, beat Queen's Park as well. And mm-hmm. then they just beat Wraith at the weekend. Okay, last minute penalty, like, but so what? They beat them. <laughs> yeah. Three, three, point, three points, uh, you know, sorry, nine points out of three games. They've got the momentum going for them. Mm-hmm. They've got that definitely going for them. I when we spoke before the last game, uh, before the the last game we played against them, I basically written them off. Uh, the I think I said as well that they've no money for players. 
then about two days later, they signed a boy. It was the boy that we had on trial with us for a wee while. Yeah. I uh, can't remember the boy's name. Um, should have come back to me. But they are definitely playing above expectation. And, I mean, they could they be there or thereabouts for a playoff spot come the end of the season. I didn't think they'll be any higher than that. But they'll cause team, I think they will cause teams trouble. Yep. Um. But can't underestimate I'm, them. Can't no. underestimate them. Same with anybody in the league. We say that all the time. You can't mm-hmm. underestimate them. Uh, just need to go. Like, <laughs> just need to go out and absolutely smash them. I know. Doggy Emery for all his faults and backhanders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually he's, the only two job for them. He's doing well. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Like he says, we need Dosh, and yeah. you know they're, they're destroying teams like Hamilton five 0 you know, so like it says, we could have gave Hamilton 5 0, but we didn't, but they've went there and they did it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, same, it's, it's the same points as us, eh? I think they're only got, I think yeah. they're only one goal worse off than us. <laughs> right, there's no many, mate. There's no many. Nah. I've got the league here. Um, they are also loading up. Internet's playing up. Now, nah, there we go. So, they, yeah, one one goal. That's it. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one goal, so there's no much in it. But it's got to, like you say, the way the league is in games in hand, it's got to be a win for Dundee. It's got to be. to be a win for Dundee. And like like we also said, if we play in the same team that came on for the second half, maybe, I think Kennedy might think about giving Cameron a, a start because he came on in the eight minutes he was on. Done a hell of a lot. Um, He could maybe look at playing him. But fairly solid. Ashcroft, I know it was an illness. Then mm. again, what type of illness? How long is he going to be out for? But if he's fit, I take him back in. And unfortunately, it would be for Sweeney. <laughs> it sounds bad because it might knock his confidence, but I'd rather have an Ashcroft French centre-back pair, especially if he's going to keep going with McGee and Grayson in the middle, mm. which I think he will, because you've got Burns sitting on the bench. And I'm not going to moan about him sitting on the bench that much this week purely because we actually done good in my field at the weekend. So, yeah, no, they did. Yeah, well, well, we've no right to to keep harping on about that until it goes wrong next time. <laughs> <laughs> Till next Monday. Till next, next Monday, yeah. But, yeah. But nah, we, we, just, we, we get the three points and then that's, you know, it's going to build a wee bit of momentum, mm-hmm. you know, in the league. And yeah. that's everybody says that that you know, whatever team goes on that run will eventually end up being, you know, yeah. the champion. Like so we've got to start somewhere. <laughs> and it would be a fantastic time to start the run because if we if we can do it now and get into the January window, strengthen, then you know, we could really hit a home run. Obviously that's what everybody wants. Hmm. It might not be what everybody gets, but that's that's what the 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 fingers crossed, wishful hoping. That's what we're, that's what we want. Wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what <it>. everyone wants. <laughs> but we'll hope hope for a win. Um, mm-hmm. But there's we've got a few other things to speak about, so we'll move away from the 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 games, the up and coming games, the the victory just there. Um, I've we sent a link actually from D for Life. Uh, I'll get a wee plug. Because I'm a good guy like that. So they're actually way to do a D for life mega draw. Mega in capitals. So. Woofed. Yes. And it's not too bad, actually. So £2.50 a ticket. You can win the top prize. Charlie Cook signed top, framed as well. All of them are signed and framed. Second prize, the Prince Sean Byrne. I'll see no first prize there then again, but oh, get the Charlie. Um, <laughs> third prize, Jordan McGee. Uh, fourth prize, oh, I thought it was going Jordan Marshall. <laughs> Jordan Marshall. <laughs> I'll ask them if they can put that in, just for you. Um, fourth prize, Josh Mulligan signed top. Fifth oh, prize, Darren O'Day. O'Day. Really? Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Blast And sixth prize is, uh, well, it's Josh Meekins, isn't it? But... Hmm. How do you get the tickets in? Ah, I'm glad you asked. That wasn't even that's not even scripted or like <laughs> we we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you get the tickets, Danny? <laughs> the D for Life will be sharing a link or have shared a link by now, which will take you to the Raffle website. 
R A double F A double L. So kind of be a play on the the raffle name um, <laughs> dot com, and you can buy your tickets there, and you can also share the website. But more people will buy tickets. They've capped it at two thousand uh, paid tickets, so get in there quick. Definitely. If Josh Meekins taps there, it's going to go quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Danny wins the draw. Danny wins the draw. <laughs> <laughs> so that ends on the thirtieth of October at three o'clock, or when the last ticket sold. Hmm. Brackets, whichever comes sooner. Yeah. So yep. yeah, it's not too bad actually. I know the D for life of looking and we should actually have somebody on from there soon don't know when but soon because i know that there's a lot of work getting done with them behind the scenes and and everything how you've got like a wee revamp a wee rebrand that they've been doing um so busy busy boys busy boys yeah Mm. i'll let them speak about everything that uh that's going on when they come on so i don't know who who will come on from them there's a there's a good choice of them Obviously, the ex probably Road host, Gary Cocker's involved, so it'd be good to get him back uh, as a familiar voice. But there's other people involved. be good to listen to some, some new voices. Um, but all the best for them. So we gave them a wee plug. Um, <clears throat> time to give another Sorry, a plug. Before you go on, mm-hmm. I'm actually just... I didn't actually know about this uh, raffle, and I'm actually just having a look at it now. And that... Charlie Cook one's an absolute topper. It is. It's got the pictures with the they put pictures up of all of it as well, and it's a, obviously it's a Dundee top from when he played. replica or something, but it's um if you want a cracker. top, that's the one. Yeah, that's an absolute cracker. That yeah, like, really good framings as well. Yeah, yep, that is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. But also, just because I can, and it's my own website, I'm going to, I should actually say it at the start. I said I was going to say it at the start, Paul, and I totally forgot. Oh, you did. I'm going to, the Help Me The Bonnets podcast is going to be sponsored by the D Archive, purely because I've not got a sponsor for the, the podcast yet. So if anybody does want to sponsor us, feel free to get in touch. Mm, this San Miguel is lovely. <laughs> Paul's always on the lookout for more beer. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say we could probably use with getting some better equipment, headphones and um, microphones or whatnot. But if anybody, like you say, uh, does want to sponsor, you got to be up with the bonnet sponsored by so-and-so. Every yeah. podcast, uh, hundreds of thousands of listeners a week. All maybe across about, the globe. Maybe I've exaggerated that a wee bit, but you get my catch my drift. But just now I'm going to say it's sponsored by the D Archive, purely because it's my website and I'm going to start implementing some things into the podcast with it. So, Paul, hmm. what I'm looking at is an on this day type scenario because there's, I don't think there's much else I can do except just plucking random games left, right, and centre. So I'm going to do look at on this day. So from the 17th of October, which we're recording this on Sunday, so Monday, 17th of October, each day of the week, I'm going to look at events that have happened or memorable games or just something from that mm. day. Well, no harp on about it. We'll just go on it and see if it refreshes anybody's minds and brings back some good memories. Mm. This first thing is a cracker. So, <laughs> on this day, 7th of October, to move kits by a sign for Dundee. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Paul, where were you when we sang kits by you? <laughs> Probably uh, lying on the ground from fainting. <laughs> <laughs> Still can't believe that. One of the probably most best midfield I've recited. Like I, I think, just like you had everything. Just a pity he was with us with such a short time. Hmm. One of the most recognisable like players I would say with his big bald head. Oh, I mean, <laughs> um, notorious, notorious as well for his you know that celebration for Newcastle when he takes his top off and just starts volleying the advertising hoardings. Well, I was just about to say to you, that was the only thing that I'm gutted he never done, was kick fuck out of an advertising board at Dundee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been brilliant. But yeah, no, I still still remember, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm positive it was Motherwell. Um, 
where he rifled two shots <laughs> and, yeah. and he was just you were just kind of sat there like what the fuck are we watching here just now you were just it was just just mind-blowing eh? mind blowing. No, you're spot on you're spot on it was motherwell so the 18th october you'll remember this one you'll remember this one mate hmm. away to motherwell 3-1 dundee Clarkson, Hopkins, and Greg Stewart. Oh, yeah. But it was Oof. a celebration. It was the RKO. <clears throat> yeah. The WWE celebration. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was a virgin like. But it was good. It was funny. <laughs> made headlines. It did. <laughs> across the globe. <laughs> if Hopkins wasn't already a superstar, then he was a superstar in the eyes of the, especially the American media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was a superstar, uh, superstar in my fantasy team as well. Hey, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always that forgotten man though. McAllister, Jim McAllister. He yeah, handed, really. he, he dished it but RKO and he's the forgotten man. Nah, I really liked him. Underrated. Lovely Very bloke underrated. as well. Done a podcast with us before. Lovely bloke. Lovely. Only negative was though, he done it, you had a big black pool top in the back, so it was just tangerine hitting you when you mm. were speaking to him in the camera. <laughs> yeah, do you never notice that the, the vast majority of goalkeepers that we play uh, or the teams that we play their goalkeepers wear tangerine or is that just me that's noticed that <laughs> I swear to god have a look <laughs> there was one season there was one season that my old man said that to me he's like is this if a keeper just want to wind me up <laughs> that's, I, honestly mm-hmm. have a look that's I'm it certain. I'm certain get <laughs> <laughs> even more reason to boo people mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Right, so we've got the RKO. So we're going the 19th of October. Yeah. Quarry Panthers 22. That's how I've got for that one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I never said there'd be good, good things to look at. I said just hey something to look at. Quarry Panthers 22. <laughs> Two appearances for Dundee under McPeak. Was it the 20... 21, 22? No, no, it couldn't Oh, God knows. He was... Uh... He yep. was there, but he wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> like Jay Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll move swiftly on for him, and we'll go all the way back to 1979. Elk Sinclair scores the winner for Dundee in the 41st minute um, for win the win against United at Dens. That'll do. Yeah. Tommy Gemmell, oh. manager. Um, for the older ones out there, you had your Donaldson, Glennie, Alec Caldwell, George McGeechee, Ian Redford, Jimmy Murphy on the wing. Um, that's it. Probably 16,300 at that game. <laughs> Dens would far apart if you had that many on it now. I would. <laughs> <laughs> just be a load of bodies just going down Dens Road. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Rolling down. <laughs> I forgot actually. Can we go back to the 18th purely for you? Oh, right, okay, here we go. Paul <clears> Tosh <throat> turns 49. Wow, he'll be in his 50th year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, 49, wow. bloody hell. Sick. And we'll quickly jump up to the 21st now. And another boy who, for me, and well, you as well, but to see his age makes me feel old. Davis the damn chick turns 53. Oof. Oh, a player! Oh, a player! There was actually to... some. There were some folk. Uh, I was. Uh, I was comparing Mulligan's runs, or I was making comparison to Martin Vicors the way that he just runs at people, you know. Mm-hmm. But then a couple of folk I was with were like, "Nah, he runs like he runs like Darius the Pole, <laughs> just runs." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's good. Good combination there. Like, I struggled for the last two days. Of the week, the 22nd and 25th. Just make 20th, something up. 22nd, we're one fair nil against Kamarnik in 1921. Excellent. That's that my biggest <laughs> win on, the, on that day. That's it. Quality. 25th, Colin Cameron turns 50. Though Colin Cameron has always looked like he's 50. So it's uh, not really much of a shock to me. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say 60. <laughs> 60. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Cameron. Oof. Ah, he was a good player, but not really for us, but he was a good player. No, no, that's it. <laughs> but there we Wonderful. go. I'll look at 
picking out stuff like that gets you a wee fine. You can go into the website and hey, we look as well. We've got the wee on the day um, option. Loads of stuff going in. I'm on season 82, 83 just now for putting match reports in. So I'm just finishing the League Cup games because the League Cup games were at the start of the season like they are now. Um, though I'll not make a big song and dance about, about it when I finish this like I do by saying, oh, I finished this season, look at me, and putting it on the Dark Blues from and all that. I'll be quiet, I'll be silenced because well, I care what happened at the end of that season. Mm-hmm. But they're not a real effort. But also, yeah, um, I'm doing VHS tapes just now. So I heard. Got them handed in from a gentleman and he, there was a good few of them, so uh, the VC, VCR, the VHS player had, was on the blink. So I had to go on the lookout and got another one. So I'm copying a lot of them. A lot of defeats, but I'm not bothered and putting them up because it all adds in. But I also got, which has been good to look at, but also sickening at the same time. It was the 2003 Scottish Cup final. So the boys handed me the tape and it's the full whack, the full like preview before the game, the whole game and the full thing afterwards. It's I've watched a wee bit. I'm going to watch it all purely because I've, I've actually never seen all that. But at the end of it, I'll always be like, oh, how the fuck do we lose that? But it'll be good mm. to see. I'm going to put the full whack on. It's like three and a half years or something. But um, I don't think I could bring myself to watch that. Nah, we're going to put it up purely because it's there. Um, it'd be a good. So, I mean, it'd definitely be a good watch, but it's just like I said to you, um, oh, if only Barry's shot, yeah, it went in. <laughs> but it'd be a different story, definitely. Yeah. I know, I know. It was a great day, a great day out, though. Great day out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember going back to the, what was it? It would have been called the Sasavkas. Do you remember that? Not really. Beside the old post office? Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, if you've never been there, you've missed it. So, um, we'll fuel you. Oh, well. I remember going there, meeting, bumping into my best mate who was a Rangers fan. Bastard. <laughs> Took great delight, didn't he? I bet he did. <laughs> bet he did. Swine. Well, I've got more stuff to pop up. I've actually came across some DVDs as well that I had that I've got full games, so they'll be getting whacked up soon. Um, I'm not bothered about editing out stuff like that. I'll just put it up. Uh, full matches. There's quite a lot from maybe about six, seven, eight years ago. Just whack all them up. Um, see how that goes. But yeah, so there's a lot going on with the website just now. Like I say, also posted a picture. I've got about eight seasons of folders handed in for uh, another contributor to the website, and it is just loads, loads of stuff to scan, loads of stuff to go through. Um, and then once I finish with that, you'll end hand is ninety ninety to like ninety ninety nine or something. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, full, full gung ho here. Likes. Um, I remember. I, I remember. I used to do that when I was younger. I used to cut out everything for the papers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've got a couple of seasons worth of like every home games program mm-hmm. somewhere <laughs> probably in the mum and dad's loft somewhere but yeah actually it's probably about three or four seasons actually yeah you know I mean? i've got about 25 here as programs that were donated um so just, just piss on my chips eh? <laughs> yeah there's boys out there that have got full whack <laughs> honestly home there's and away boy, there's a boy jim mitchell with a dundee fc historical trust i mean his collection is immense. I think he's only missing like three or four home programs for Dundee. Like amazing. What in sort of what sort of time? Like a, the first. I, I think no. I seen him posting something of the the historical trust posted something like the first Dundee program was actually like nineteen to say nineteen thirty eight or something. Hmm. Um. Then we never produced one until forty seven. I think it was a January derby. At Dens, I think that was the first Dundee program, and it, it, I even hear that one. I know of another person who's got it, United Collectors, a Dundee Collector, mm. and he paid a lot of money for this one purely because it was the first one produced by Dundee. Cool. Um, nah, Jim Mitchell's got a fantastic collection, and I think he's scanned every single one, and they'll all be going up on uh, their historical trust when that goes live. Um, that would be great to see. I've got loads of programs myself, and I thought I was doing well until I spoke to Jim a few times, and and he <laughs> told me about his collection. But here, 
when you ever you'll see that, it'll be fantastic. Um, yeah, definitely, something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, we did have one, one. Uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. People were asking us about doing stuff, Paul, and one person, Mikey DFC, or one Mikey DFC, asked us to maybe do like a guess the player type thing or that. So I'm mm-hmm. going to leave this. I'm not going to ask you because I've already told you who it is, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> act that smart when you when you put it out. Oh, it's him. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, since it's the first time doing it, and I only remembered it before we started the pod, we'll look at. So, Dundee signed him from a Highland team, and his dad was the manager. He has got two runners up medals with Dundee, and he's also got a runners up medal in the Scottish Cup with another team, and a winners medal in the Scottish Cup with another team guess the player and that's all I'm getting you because that is it next week might be better because I'll actually (laughs) pay more attention and I get more info but here if you can the player tweet it first person to guess it right gets absolutely fuck all (laughs) gets nothing (laughs) you get the glory of knowing who this is it's a tough the... one. That's a tough one, but I think you've given enough. What about mm-hmm. five, five wee facts there, something mm-hmm. like that. I think yeah. that's enough. Yep. Yeah, that's it. There we go. Happy days. Yep. So that's us for this week. We blended on um, a little bit different for you the other weeks. Speaking more about my other ventures, just because I was just want to speak about it and <laughs> get it out there. But um, <laughs> yeah, Paul, again, mate. Honestly, really thank you for coming on. No problem at all. And adding the personality to this podcast. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> but that's us for another week. Next week, obviously, we'll speak about the Rangers game. We'll speak about the Morton game. We'll look back at the archive again. Look at more on this days. We'll do another guest of player. And if you've got anything else you want us to maybe do to interact with, feel free. Tweet us, email us, uh, DM us, anything. Anything. Feel free. Well, we're here to do. We're here to please you. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week. Goodbye. <laughs>